Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, about 13 minutes or so, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. We always encourage you, share these short studies with everybody you can. Help them by getting them into God's Word and help them grow in their faith and maybe even get to heaven. So share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Make that commitment today. We're going to continue in our line of thought and study. We're talking generally about, in this general theme, and we've been doing this for many weeks now, we've been talking about heart troubles, and that is problems of the heart from a spiritual perspective. We've talked about all kinds of them. We've talked about anger and hatred. We've talked about gossip. We've talked about ingratitude. We've talked about weak faith. We've talked on and on. And this particular section, we're focusing on prejudice. Prejudice. We've used as a basic text, kind of a springboard for our study, 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 21. And here the apostle Paul wrote, I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. And as we've emphasized, the words prejudice and partiality, as used in the the scriptures, are basically synonyms. Now, we're talking about ungodly prejudice. We're talking about basically from a negative perspective. I have said that, that, you know, we can think about it in a very, very confined level. We might think of some prejudice as being, hey, that's not, that's pretty positive, and, and what I'm talking about is somebody, well, let's say a mother loves her, her, her child. She loves that child. Child, he wants to be a singer. Can't carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> but she loves that child. She just, you know, really encourages him. She may have another child who wants to be an artist. The best she can do or he can do is draw stick figures. That's me, by the way. (laughs) But that mother, she encourages that child, just encourages that child. You can be what you want to be. You can, you can, you can accomplish what you want to accomplish. And so she's really, she's prejudiced in a very, very loving and motherly and godly way toward her children. Well, you say, yeah, partial toward them. That does not mean she's against anybody else, any other children, doesn't talk badly about anybody else's kids. No, but you could say, okay, in a very, very narrowly confined way, that might be good prejudice or partiality. But what we're really focusing upon is ungodly prejudice. And so with God, there is no prejudice. There is no prejudice. He offers forgiveness and salvation to anybody who will come to him through his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Remember John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus in the great invitation, Matthew 11 and verse 28, come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And God's judgment always is and always will be without prejudice based upon what we do, how we act, whether or not we're living 
faithful, godly, obedient lives to God through the teachings of his word. Romans 2, verses 6 through 11, 1 Peter 1 and verse 17. We need to follow God's example as to how we think about, how we treat, and how we deal with other people on a general basis. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 through 9, there is no partiality with God, no prejudice. Colossians 3, verses 22 through 25, and especially within the Lord's church, we should always think of and treat each other without any kind, even a hint of ungodly prejudice or partiality. James chapter 2, verses 1 through 9, he went in, James went into a detailed instruction against demonstrating any kind of prejudice or partiality towards someone based upon their appearance, upon their financial status, whatever it might be. Do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality, in a nutshell, James wrote. Now, we've been looking at some Old Testament scriptures, at least we began to look at some, and that what I want to do in this particular study, and I'm, I'm going to pick out some excerpts along the way, not look at the complete texts of these various contexts of scripture from the Old Testament, but get to the point in some of these. I want us to see that God has always taught against prejudice, any kind of ungodly, negative prejudice. goes through the Old Testament. It goes through the New Testament. In Exodus chapter 23, verses 1 through 3, you shall not show partiality or prejudice to a poor man in his dispute. Now, conversely, you don't show prejudice or partiality toward a rich man in his dispute. If you're going to make a judgment call, you make a judgment call based upon the merits of the situation, not upon how much money somebody has or doesn't have. Poverty is not a virtue in and of itself, and wealth is not a virtue in and of itself. Look upon the individual. Look upon the matter at hand. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, you shall not show partiality in judgment. You shall hear the small as well as the great, and you shall not be afraid in any man's presence for the judgment is God's. All right. We go a little bit further. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 19. You shall not pervert justice. You shall not show partiality or prejudice, nor take a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Second Chronicles 19 and verse 7. Now, therefore, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take care and do it, for there is no iniquity or sinfulness with the Lord. God is absolutely righteous, in other words. No partiality or prejudice on God's part, nor taking of bribes. So God is our standard. God is our ultimate example of putting prejudice out of our hearts and out of our lives. Job chapter 13 verses 7 through 10. He, that is God, will surely rebuke you if you secretly show partiality or prejudice. Now, sometimes people will be prejudiced toward someone or against someone, but they'll do it secretly behind the scenes 
They don't want it to be out in the open because they understand that'll put them in a bad light. But you don't, you don't show partiality. You don't exhibit prejudice, either out in the open or in secret behind the scenes. Job 32 and verse 21, let me not, I pray, show partiality or prejudice to anyone, nor let me flatter any man. And you know, we ought to pray about that. We ought to pray that God will help us to never allow prejudice to abide within our hearts, within our thinking, within our mindset, but to put it away. Job 37, verses 23 and 24, as for the Almighty, God, in other words, we cannot find him. He is excellent in power, in judgment and abundant justice. He does not oppress, therefore men fear him. He shows no partiality or prejudice to any who are wise of heart. Again, God looks upon the matter at hand. He makes his judgment calls based upon the merits of the situation and of the individual. Psalm 82, verses 2 through 4. How long will you, uh, will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked or prejudice toward the wicked? It's a rhetorical question. To ask it is to answer it. You understand the answer within the question. In other words, you should never judge unjustly. You should never be prejudiced when making a judgment call against one person or for another person. And generally speaking, when prejudice is exhibited for one person in a matter where there are two in contradiction to one another, it's automatically a prejudice against the other person. And so, again, making judgment calls, don't show partiality to the wicked. Don't show prejudice. Don't be prejudiced toward either one person or the other. But make the judgment calls based on the merits of the situation at hand and the merits of the individuals involved. Proverbs 18 and verse 5, it is not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. Proverbs 24 and verse 23, these things also belong to the wise. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. We see the same basic statement made over and over again. Proverbs 28 and verse 21, to show partiality is not good. For a piece of bread, a man will transgress. Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament. Malachi 2, verses 8 and 9. Therefore, I also have made you contemptible and base before all the people, because you have not kept my ways, but have shown partiality or prejudice in the law. There are people who are highly respected within a society, and it can be a society of any country in the world, who really tarnish their own reputation by demonstrating prejudice in an ungodly way. We need to be the examples to the people around us. The Lord's church 
Christianity, true Christianity, needs to be the shining light of non-prejudice before the world around us. We need to live by God's standard. And with God, there is no prejudice. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for being our God. Thank you for creating us with a soul, a spiritual being within us, and thereby creating us in your image, unique from everything else that you created. But Father, the devil's always out there working on us, planting thoughts in our heads. Help us to keep the unrighteous thoughts. Help us to dispel them, to cast them out, and to not let them abide and take root in our heart. And right now we're asking you, help us to put away ungodly prejudice and to be examples that you want us to be before a world that so desperately and deeply needs to put prejudice out of their hearts. Please help us, Father, along these lines, and to thereby bring you glory and honor and praise through our example before others. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.